What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Why Network, where we interview every job occupation A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Stephen A. Lopez. Now, Stephen is a second career lawyer who has spent nine years in Los Angeles auditioning and trying to make it as an actor. He went to law school at age 31 and has been a lawyer for the last seven years. Now, he says, although it has taken him a while to find his path, he couldn't be happier. Thriving in civil litigation practice and coaching mock trials at his local law school, keeping him passionate about what he does every day. So Stephen's got a lot to share with us here today. So, Stephen, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. There we go. Now, Stephen, how are you feeling today? I'm good, Coach Joe. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Thanks for coming on the show. Now, Stephen, uh, we got a lot to talk about today, so I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into what everybody wants to hear. Why did you become a lawyer? For me, Kojo, that's uh, a long story. It was a long path to finally, you know, uh, finding my passion, finding a career. I've listened to a couple of other of your podcasts, and I guess the way I put it using your words are I had a job, I was looking for a career, and then I finally found my calling. Uh, right out of uh, college, uh, I majored in, in journalism and was looking for some jobs. Uh, as a writer, uh, some jobs that I thought I had secured at the end of my college career fell through, didn't really know what I was going to do. Uh, at that time, I had some friends who were living in L.A., and they were doing the couch surfing thing, trying to be uh, actors. I had done theater in high school, done a little bit in college, done some student films in college. So I thought, well, I've got no plan. Let me go to L.A. So Moved to L.A., couch surfed for a long time, uh, got an agent and a manager, did the auditioning circuit, but mostly, you know, worked in restaurants to support that for a very long time. So, you know, I bartended. I was a waiter uh, just for, for quite a long time and then, you know, turned 30 and just started taking inventory of my life. I am a first generation college graduate. You know, my parents were uh, middle-class, uh, hard-working parents who, you know, sacrificed so much for me and gave me everything. And, you know, right about the time I turned 30, I thought, you know, what a shame it would be, uh, you know, to end up less well-off without a career after they had sacrificed so much for me. So uh, at that time, I, I did some soul-searching, uh, left Los Angeles, came back to Texas, and uh, eventually applied for law school because I thought, it was a, a career that fit my skill set um, and uh, decided to dive into law school, give it everything I had, and really found my passion after the first year of law school, competing in mock trial, getting to meet a trial lawyer. So it was a real marriage of the skills that I had, but it did take me a while to, to find the passion for it, and I'm glad I did. Very nice, very nice. And let's talk more, let's dive more into that process of, you know, um, figuring it out. What was what what happened that made you transition 
from really from um, or what what made you realize that it was being a lawyer instead of anything else after you transitioned from, um, you know, this L.A. acting stint that you had? Sure. Well, in L.A., you know, it, it took tons of classes and auditioned for stuff. So I was naturally a speaker, someone who was comfortable speaking to people. And when you're a person who doesn't really know what a lawyer does, you see lawyers on TV and you think, okay, that's, that's something I can do. Um, I was a journalism major, so I was a good writer. I thought I was a strong writer, had good reading and writing habits. So those two skill sets really informed what careers were available to me. I knew I wasn't a science guy. I wasn't a math guy. So for me, you know, at the age of 30, 31, when I started thinking about these things, it was really what it, what kind of career can I have with the skill sets that I know? What do I think I would be good at? So I uh, applied for law school. Once I started law school and started shadowing attorneys and learning about the law, you know, I consider myself a very uh, empathetic person. I love to help people and really seeing lawyers do that on a day-to-day basis and seeing how much uh, they help the community at large and individual peoples uh, changing lives uh, on day-to-day. That's really what sparked my passion for a career that, that was well-suited to what I thought was my skill set. Very nice. Very nice. And what do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? Well, like I said, I did a lot of, you know, theater in high school. Uh, I was a natural ham, you know, a little bit of uh, performing around the house and stuff like that. But I think the the most important skill set that I developed young was a love of reading, uh, a love of research. So for me and in my day to day job, what's really important is is good reading habits, good writing habits, just curiosity to learn new things is a, a skill that I had, or, or I don't even know if it was a skill, right? But it was a desire. It was a passion to read and write as a child, um, which really still serves me today. Very nice. Very nice. And what is the average day like for somebody like you? So each day is different. A lot of my days are spent uh, reading uh, you know, reading laws, reading motions, reading court documents, and responding to them in writing. So it's a lot of writing out of arguments. I have also have hearings where I have to appear in court. You know, that probably happens every other week, so it's not an everyday thing. Most of my time is spent reading, writing, responding to emails, meeting clients. That's part of the job that I enjoy the most is Uh, getting to know my clients, getting to know them as people so that I can advocate for them to the best of my ability to learn their story. Why is this important to them? Why is whatever case we're working on uh, a life changer for them? Uh, So that's that's my most uh, favorite part of my job. And that happens, uh, you know, maybe two, three times a week. Uh, But most of my job is, is reading, writing, responding to emails, taking phone calls. Very nice. I'm very happy that you already answered my next question. So the question after that was, of course, going to be what do you enjoy the least about what you do? Yeah. Um, You know, there's a lot of form stuff that you have to do as a lawyer. Um, I enjoy reading and writing legal briefs and forming an argument. But there's a thing in the law called in civil law and, and it's also in criminal law called the discovery process. And that's basically where both parties 
send a bunch of questions to each other and you have to write out the answers. It can get uh, tedious at times. Um, so for me, discovery fights and responding to discovery is, is the tedious part of, of the job. I much prefer uh, taking depositions, appearing in hearings, form, forming arguments rather than the form work of exchanging documents, exchanging information, which has to happen at the beginning of every case. Okay. Okay. And uh, this next question right here, it is my favorite question, hands down, no doubt about it. So what do you, do you feel that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? I do. Uh, I do, Kojo, but not because grades were so important to me as a lawyer now, right? My grades throughout my career and really trying to find a second career were a kind of currency, uh, you know, especially in the law, your grades determine, you know, what law school you're going to get into. Your grades in law school determine, you know, what your job prospects are going to be like. So I wouldn't say that they're important to say if you don't have really good grades, you're not going to be a good lawyer. But if you don't have good grades, you're not going to have the opportunity to be a good lawyer. For me, you know, like I said, I didn't know I want to go to law school until I was 30, right? Almost 10 years removed from my undergraduate experience and my undergrad grades were okay, right? It, it, it kind of falls off, right? The high school grades were good. And then you go to college they're, uh, you know, not as great because college life or whatever, right? You're, you're trying to figure out who you are. And at that time I never thought I'd go to law school. You know, I thought, well, you know, as long as I pass, I'm fine because I'm not looking to go to grad school. That just wasn't, I didn't feel that it was in the cards for me. But later, you know, 10 years down the road when I decided to do that, you know, my grades gave me an opportunity, but it was also a ceiling, right? I didn't have the opportunity to go back and redo undergrad with the idea of I got to get better grades so I can get into a better law school. It was, okay, those are my grades. Thank God I, get, I did decent enough that will allow me to go to a very good, uh, a very good law school. So for me, grades are important because they're an opportunity and you never know when you're going to need that currency, right? Even if, you, if you're if you in high school and you're in college and you're saying, well, I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be an engineer. I'm never going to go to grad school. You know, you might find your passion and change your mind down the road. But if you don't have that currency of those grades, then your opportunities are going to be limited. Very nice. I love that answer right there. And um I'm, I'm going to really break down this next question for you so that you um, so that me, uh, you and the audience really understand uh, where I'm trying to get at, because this word is thrown around willy nilly. Um, now, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what do you feel that you're devoted to? What's your devotion? In my career as a lawyer, my devotion is to my clients. Uh, we all lawyers take an oath to help their clients to the best of their ability. So for me. You know, my impact is a day-to-day -day impact uh, helping people not only seek justice for what they've lost or, or what's been taken from them in the civil justice system. I'm a, I'm a civil trial attorney, so um, I deal with people who've been injured uh, catastrophically. Uh, we're a boutique uh, law firm in San Antonio, Texas, and we deal with serious injuries, 18-wheeler accidents, uh, you know, major uh major catastrophic injuries. So the clients that, that I see are, are suffering. Um, it's always a client's worst day when they call. Uh, they need us to help them 
get justice for something that they've lost or some injuries that they've suffered. Uh, for instance, the the latest case that I've been working on is a is a case where unfortunately uh, a child found uh, a gun in a home uh, and uh, the gun went off and the child lost his life. That's that's uh, a terrible tragedy, and we needed to help the family overcome this and seek justice for the life of that child that's been taken from them. But also a big part of the job is just shepherding and shepherding them through this process, right? It, it's not only the, what the result is. It's just being there for them, being a, a, sh- a shoulder to cry on an ear uh, to listen and being able to, to kind of give them direction and give them confidence that, Hey, you know, I've got your back through this process, no matter what the outcome is. So my impact, right? I, I, I impact people every day and that's really the true passion of my job. And it, and it took me a, a while to get there, right? Like I said, it was just a career. It was a way to fulfill, you know, the promise of my parents sending me to college. And it wasn't until law school and until realizing that I could impact people on a daily basis. Uh, you know, I like to say, you know, use my powers for good, not evil. Right. So that was, uh, important to me and uh, and I can actually tangibly see the impact that I'm making every day. Very nice. I love that answer right there. And Stephen, you've been great, given great, great, great advice all interview long, but we are winding down to that last question. Now, if there is one piece of advice, just one piece of advice that you give to somebody out there listening who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would it be? My piece of advice would be this. Um, you know, some people would say, you know, get good grades, study hard, stuff like that. For me, I think I would phrase it like this. Whatever you take on in your life, uh, whether in high school, college, law school, your career, do it with a passion. Um, I think there's there's a tendency with human beings, right? I won't even say with our society because I think it's universal. Um, when we desire something, but it turns out, you know, we, we dip our toe into the pool and we figure out, oh, you know what, maybe I'm not so good at this, or, you know, maybe this is going to be more difficult Then we have a tendency to be too cool about it, you know, and say, well, you know, sure, you know, being a lawyer is okay, but I, you know, it's not really who I am. It doesn't identify me. And we kind of keep it on the edge because, uh, we're scared at not being good at, at something that you really want to be good at. Right. So for me, it's, you know, whatever you take on, just geek out on it, you know, um, take it on with a passion and don't worry. Your skill set will eventually, uh, eventually rise to that level. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the radio, but you know, Ira Glass is a commentator on NPR and I heard him say this one time and I use it all the time. He said that if he had to tell him to give himself some advice back in the day as an artist and as a writer is to keep going and to do it with a passion. Because when we first start something, right, and I'll equate it to law school, you're like, man, I want to be as good as this attorney that that inspires me. But when I start doing it, I suck, right? Like I'm just not very good. So your taste level is higher than your skill level. And in order for those to match up for you to be who you want to be, you have to dive into it with a passion, even if you're not very good at it. So, you know, uh, my advice is, you know, whatever you do, even if it, you don't think it's long term, if you want to be in, you know, the insect collecting club in high school or the Spanish club or whatever, 
do it with a passion. Be passionate about it and don't be afraid to to be a nerd in in a, in that kind of situation. I really love that piece of advice right there. And I feel like a lot of people are scared to start what they want to do for that exact reason, um, because a lot of people don't understand that um, with that, uh, with life really is like a video game. Uh, you always start on level one, no matter what, you always start on level one. And whether you fail or not, um, within that process of level one or level two or level three, there's always going to be that pop up screen of try again or quit. Most people yeah. hit that quit button. And really, you need to keep trying again because the people who try again are the people who beat the game. You have to in order to get to the level that you want again, you got to keep pressing, try again, not quit. Um, so, again, that's a really, really, really great piece of advice that you gave uh, to my audience that you left them with. And is there anything that you could leave my audience with? Maybe like a, um, you know, a website, social media, anything that you want to promote um, so that they can check you out and uh, my audience can reach yours. Sure. Our uh, website at the firm, I'm at the Hill Law Firm. We are a boutique personal injury firm here in San Antonio. We handle uh, big, serious uh, injuries. People uh, hurt in, like I said, uh, 18-wheeler crashes, commercial vehicle crashes, and just uh, oil rig stuff. Catastrophic injuries is really what we do. So uh, we help people on a daily basis through their times of tragedy when something's gone wrong. Um, you know, hopefully... Um, People in your audience won't need our services, but we're here for for people that do for them and their family. Our website is jahlawfirm.com. Very nice. And that is in the link in the description below, guys. So please go and check it out. Um, Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really, really hope that me and Stephen helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mount like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the move.